Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's prophecy message, Pastor J.D. will warn you about the devil's schemes in our modern times. Satan can and does use anything that he can to draw people away from Christ and into chaos. In the last year, there have been many things that have caused a lot of confusion and chaos. But through Jesus, Satan will never win. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on February 14, 2021. Now, this flaring up and rising up one against another not only creates division and distrust, but it also separates and weakens. And as such, the perpetrator has now gained the power to both control and conquer opposing factions that are now in this weakened state, having been forced to choose which side they're on. They, they chose, because we're, we're given that, that choice. Are you, are you for them? If you're for them, then I'm against you. And that's what's happening. If you were to ask me what I thought was yet another sign of how close we are to the rapture of the church, this would have to be at the top of the list. And I'll explain why I say that. People, Christians, rising up against other people, Christians, increasing in both its frequency and its intensity, is like the birth pains that Jesus spoke of. And here's the thing, and this is where in my seeking the Lord, inquiring of the Lord as to, Lord, what's going on? What's happening? The state of the church in the world today is heartbreaking. It's terrifying, actually. And what the Lord ministered to me is that the church that He comes back for, the church described at the time of the rapture prior to the seven-year tribulation, the description of the church at that time is a weakened church, a battle-weary church, barely hanging on. And one need look no further than to the letter that we have in the book of Revelation to the church 
of Philadelphia. I'll read verses 8 and then 10 and 11. Jesus has John write this letter to this actual church in Asia Minor. We know it today as modern day Turkey. And no rebuke for this church, encouragement for this church. And he says, to them and of them, I know your deeds. I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that, listen, you have little strength. Yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. In other words, there were those who did. Did what? Who didn't keep the word. Who did deny his name. And again, do you see the picture painted on the canvas of this prophecy concerning this church, which portrays prophetically the church in the last days? It's a church with little strength, barely hanging on. He goes on to say, Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial or tribulation that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. That's the seven-year tribulation. And that's the promise to this church and that which this church pictures prophetically. I'm going to keep you from and take you out before this hour of tribulation that is coming upon the whole world. And then he says 11, verse 11, and I love this because of the word again in the original. He says, I'm coming soon, or as some of your translations render it, I'm coming quickly. In the original language, that's the word tacos, not tacos, tacos, where we get our English word for tachometer. It is a measurement of time, revolutions per minute, RPMs. That's what Jesus is saying here. I'm coming at a time when things are revved up, (laughs) redlining. I think we're past redlining. That engine is about to blow up, and we're about to go up. That was pretty good actually, wasn't it? It wasn't even in my notes. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. I love it when you do that. (laughs) Need all the help I can get, actually. He says, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have, so that no one will take your crown. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like to explain how it is and why it is that this divide and conquer tactic and scheme is in full force, exactly as we were told it would be with everything that's happening in the world today. All right, now comes the good stuff. (laughs) Well, maybe not good stuff, it's kind of bad actually. What follows are what I believe to be the big three, if you will. You'll forgive my use of an 
old school automobile metaphor, but I'm just going to refer to them as the big three. The big three of Satan's greatest deceptions to first divide and then conquer. Number one, COVID-19. Masks. Social distancing. Lockdown restrictions, which are actually a controlled demolition of the global economy to usher in a digital one world economy. And now, more importantly, the vaccine, without which no one will soon be able to buy or sell without. Number two, the Trump-Biden-U.S. election. And number three, the Black Lives Matter movement. Now there are others, but these are what I see as, again, the big three. I'll start with the deception and the division among Christians and churches over COVID-19. And now the vaccine. What if I told you that not only are pastors proclaiming that this vaccine is a godsend, a miracle from God. Not only are they doing that, they're actually opening up their churches so people can get it. Churches of all types, community churches, denominational churches, non-denominational churches, they're all opening their doors and becoming vaccination centers. Cuomo has announced and expanded deployment of community vaccination kits, and that the community vaccination program is expanding to public housing complexes statewide, in addition to more than 300 churches. I'm using this as an example to demonstrate just how polarized Christians are when it comes to COVID-19 and now the vaccine. All one needs to do is to start up a conversation about it. <laughs> Go ahead, I dare you. <laughs> you know what will ensue. It is an argument that is sure to escalate. For the benefit of those who haven't been with us over the last several weeks, we've looked in depth into why it is that this vaccine, first of all, it's not even a vaccine. It is a demonic deception straight from the pit of hell. Wow, pastor, that's pretty strong. It needs to be. Yeah, but pastor, uh, this other pastor, this well-known Christian organization is, is, you know, putting videos out and coming out and saying, hey, this is, this is great. We need to get the vaccine. And then here you are. <laughs> 
you're telling us this thing is going to become the mark of the beast. It is. You're telling me this thing is a, an operating system that is installed into your human DNA, altering your human DNA. It is. You're also telling us, and have been telling us, that this vaccine is deadly. And it is. So what gives? I'm confused. Of course you are. God is not the God of confusion, the author of confusion. Satan is. So let me see if I can uh, maybe take that a step further and suggest that the author, in other words, Satan has written a book. Apparently you've read it. The title of it, Confusion. Author, Satan. Again, that's the best I got. So if you got a better one, let me know. I'm happy to listen. I have been up here, as I am now, yelling, (laughs) spitting on everybody in the front row, free baptisms, about the deception of this vaccine. We talked about what's known as the ten stages of genocide, and we connected the dots to COVID-19 and what's been dubbed the vaccine genocide. This is a genocide, and they're using the vaccine to do it. This brings me to the second one, which is that of the ever-polarizing presidential U.S. election of Joe Biden over Donald Trump. Now, what I just said, and the way I just said it, it's going to make the ardent Trump supporters very angry. And this under the banner of what's believed to be a stolen election. I'll take it a step further and say that the mere mention of the name Trump incites more vitriol on both sides, and it's the likes of which I personally have never seen in my life. I've been walking with the Lord for over 38 years. I've never seen anything like this. I came to this realization on July 19th of last year after doing the update titled The Great Awakening, which was about QAnon, and how instead of being the Great Awakening, it was the Great Deception. I have to confess that I was quite taken back by the hate from Christians after this update. Needless to say, it was quite eye-opening. I'm not going to take the time today to go into this. I'm still seeking the Lord and have been praying about actually devoting an entire update to this. And I have been for several months now, actually. Suffice it to say, Donald Trump 
has been the source of unprecedented division, not just among the masses, but worse, among the Christians. I would venture to say that there are many of you here today or watching online that have lost good friends over this. I have dear friends whom I love so much. And over this fellowship has been broken. If you're not for Trump, you must be for Biden, because it's one or the other, right? I think about social media. It's like pouring gasoline on a raging fire where the tongue hides behind (laughs) the fingers on a device. You know what James said about that? Listen to this, chapter 3, verses 5 through 12. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue, this gets me. He says, with the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, hallelujah, hallelujah. And with that same piece of flesh we call the tongue, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. In the image of God, the same tongue, we praise God and curse them. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, my brothers and sisters. This should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs, neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Well, this brings me to the third one of our big three on the list, and it's none other than Black Lives Matter. Would you agree that this has divided the body of Christ in ways that are quite frankly stunning? To me, this is one of the most insidious and sinister strategies of Satan to divide and conquer 
by getting us to destroy one another. It seems to be working because Christians are now fighting with the saved instead of reaching the lost. Here's the thing. Eternal lives matter. You want to know why? Because it's not a skin issue. It's a sin issue. But see, Satan doesn't want you to know that or do that. What he wants you to do is think that, oh, the color of their skin, their political persuasion, what they do, who they are, that's the issue. I think Black Lives Matter is a satanic deception. And I have to say, and it's heartbreaking, when pastors of churches, some mega churches, by the way, come out in support of Black Lives Matter. Shame on them. Shame on them. Back on June 11th of last year, my assistant pastor, Mac, who by the way, don't tell anybody, he's black. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Don't tell anybody. We address this. And actually the link is provided below. And it was basically a a discussion between a black man and an Arab. That's God, that only God could do that. (laughs) I mean, come on, really? Arab lives matter. Whatever. We've also provided two more links to videos that I've referenced in prior prophecy updates, both of which have the movement's co-founder admitting that Black Lives Matter is not a political movement, it is a spiritual movement. The first one is from Brannon House, their YouTube channel, and it's titled, Founder of Black Lives Matter Admits Occultism at Center of BLM. The second one is titled, The BLM Connection to Witchcraft, which is from the Hamilton Corner YouTube channel. I am of the belief that what's happening now in the world and to the world is exactly what we're told would happen at the end of the world. And really it should come as no surprise by virtue of the fact that the Antichrist's rule and control, it comes out of division vis-a-vis chaos. The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. 
Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.